Welcome back to another Untitled Movie Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he's tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Matt, we're going to live off the land with Robin Wright and her directorial, feature-length directorial debut, Land. Thank you. Took the words out of my mouth. Yes, we're back with another Sundance review. Usually I was saying Untitled Sundance Review, but I fucked that up. Um, Hope you're all doing well. We are on day three or four of the Sundance Film Festival. Um, Anymore. Yeah. um, Land, I think it was the technically the first film of the festival I I watched this year because we watched it before the festival. Um, But it is premiering tonight, so we're getting the review done. Eric, how are you feeling? I'm okay. I mean, like I, I, I'm. We've done three of these now, at up, leading up to the land. So I'm actually starting to get into the swing of things and really waking up. So this is, yeah, <laughs> you know, alongside my cup of tea, this is a good way to, you know, start off the day and uh, before we jump back into watching movies and um, mm-hmm. to kind of recap some stuff that we saw from the day before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might as well just get right into it. So, Eric, let the people know what Robin Wright's land is. Yeah. So, Robin Wright plays a woman named Edie who basically wants to escape uh, society and people in general and ends up uh, renting or buying, uh, it's not very clear, uh, a cabin in the woods in Wyoming, although it's actually shot in Alberta. Um, and she decides to live off of the land and be with her own thoughts. And as we see her progress or lack of progression, because she's inexperienced with, you know, survival sort of techniques and skills, uh, we understand why she wants to leave civilized society behind and start a new life and start a new chapter for herself. Um, but things don't go as planned. Um, she comes into quite a few problems, uh, one being a bear uh, rummaging and ransacking her uh, cabin and leaving her basically uh, left alone to scavenge and fend for herself. And after that, it gets worse to the point where winter starts to come in and um, the harshness of the weather and uh, environment gets uh, to a point where she becomes sick and uh, nearly at death until a friendly Mexican stranger and hunter played by Damien Bashir comes in to save her at the last minute and a kind of strange but poignant friendship begins as he teaches her how to survive in this said land like master yoda yes as it is referenced in the film and he has never uh, seen a star war no until the end spoilers um not really a spoiler um i really don't have much to say about this movie to be honest um thought it was okay um it's quiet it's um off at times very nice to look at with the you know the 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 nature and the landscape and um it is a very self-reflective singular kind of story about this woman like you've already said and and um i just i don't know it's just there's not much there to me i mean i feel like we've seen stories like this all time and time again you know a tragedy happens and a person wants to just get away from everything and and uh i just i don't know there's not much there for me like seeing her live off this land or try to learn like i don't we don't get much of her backstory until later we don't know what her experience is there but just like 
I don't know. It's a quiet movie. It, it's there's nothing particularly like wrong or or bad about it, but it just feels like a. I understand why she would make this as her, you know, directorial debut. It seemed fairly straightforward, fairly simple. It's, you know, she's directing herself for the majority of the movie um, in a single location. Um, And I don't have anything particularly bad to say about it, but I don't have anything particularly like super uh, complimentive to say about it either. I just kind of felt indifferent throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I'm I'm close to to you on that. I I respect the the modesty of the filmmaking yeah. and sort of her just making this contemplative, introspective film about somebody kind of grieving and feeling loss and just being on their own and and sort of to their own thoughts. I also kind of feel that it is um a little bit slight in in terms of like what it ultimately has to say about yeah. the human condition and sort of changing one's life so radically at a, at a time in their life. Like I, there are parts of this that I feel like don't spoon feed the audience when we're first dropped into this character's yes. world. Yeah. But then we get you know these flashbacks the <laughs> in the in the story that kind of spell out you know, why she's doing what she's doing, what her motivations are, where I think, you know, we got a, 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 a gist of it in just the way she acts and behaves with people and why she, she just kind of wants to be alone. And, you know, like, I, I think the biggest problem for me, like in terms of just like a, a moral kind of thing is how the Damien Bashir is the Mexican savior type character in this, in this movie where, you know, it's like it, he comes in and, you know, saves her and 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 teaches her, teaches to, her live how to live off the land, live off yeah. the land, and you know, I think the living off the land itself is is maybe this the what I like the most about this movie. I just like the minutia of like, okay, like yeah. this is how you would her set trying a trap going out, and, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. this is how you you know um, kill and 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 you know eat deer and things like that, like game and. Like like all that stuff, I really I love and and I actually do like survival or wilderness. But this isn't really even Same, a survival yeah. movie. But no, like, I mean this. But is, I, like, I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 again, like it's it's nice looking. I think maybe the score when there is score is a little bit too melodramatic or whimsical at times. Um, a little sentimental. Uh, and and the movie becomes more so as as the film progresses and the relationship between the, those two characters sort of evolves and and it's not a romantic relationship it's just kind of a a weird kind of kinship a friendship that 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 I I appreciated that I just felt that like you know Damien Bashir's character was there just to serve the purpose of her learning this trait and trying to find some closure in her life and and nothing more and then when they spring that character goes yeah on you it's kind of like well you know the the excuse that they make is that she doesn't really want to know what's going on in the outside world she wants to keep everything insular and just live in the moment and not have technology or anything around her but to me that just feels manipulative in in a bit to like try to invoke an emotional reaction out of the ending to have her kind of connect with this guy and like finally share her story to him I mean, and that's not spoiling anything because no, we won't tell no, you what it no. is. But and and I mean, this isn't the movie's fault. I mean, this just this is just something that happens every now and then. Where you know, specifically when you get a song or 
you know, piece of music that's played in, in a one movie in one way. And then it is used again in another film. So soon after tears for fears, uh, everybody wants to rule the world is this li- there's this little kind of use of it throughout the film because Damien Bashir's character is, is humming it and, and really likes the song and kind of gets it stuck in her head. It was also used in uh, the Ethan Hawke starring uh, biopic of Tesla, but it was, oh, was used it? in a yeah. re- really weird like karaoke way. And like it's so memorable in Tesla that having seen that movie for you know awards consideration recently it 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 stuck out a little bit more because it's like oh it was used in such a very specific way for that film that you know watching it, it, it used in this context it kind of it was like oh I, like i don't know if i really and again it's not an ownership thing i don't think tesla like owns that song i mean it's been used in, in, in countless other movies as well and will be for for years years to come in other films but it's just like so soon after using it in such a, a way that for you're kind of thinking like oh like you know like they couldn't have picked something else but again it's that's not, that's not the movie's fault that's just a little kind of thing of me watching for so me i kept i kept thinking i'm like damien Bashir singing haven't i heard that recently and i'm like oh in midnight sky yeah um i was like that's all i could think of is like neil diamond man uh, yeah it, him singing some neil diamond in, in in midnight sky um but i agree with you like i usually like survival movies and, and things like that and i'm not I, I i'm with you where this isn't necessarily a it it gets there a little bit with the survival stuff but it is about a city woman you know coming in and trying to you know they warn her right at the beginning like oh you should definitely have a car and like a way to contact people and get out of here and she's like no nah, i just want to be alone and and ultimately why you find out she's doing it like you kind of get it but I, I i don't know if the movie does a great job of of getting to that point and what, like you said to the ending but yeah um, and there's like one flashback in particular that feels like the oscar clip kind of scene where like and again, this 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 is kind of what bothered me as well with the flashbacks. It's like you have someone like Kim Dickens playing her sister, and um, it's just kind of like a wasted part, basically. Like it feels like, I mean, I, a lot. I understand a lot of people probably don't know who Kim Dickens is, but I mean, obviously, if you've seen like Gone Girl and and you know Fear the Walking Dead and things like that, you'll know who who she is. She's a really wonderful character actor. Um, it just feels like you have like this teary moment and it's like, it just feels a little bit wasted. You, yeah. You could have given us that backstory in a different way, right? Like that yeah. would have been maybe more interesting and less, like you said, spoon feedy. Like it it's, there were ways you could have alluded to what happened to her or her family. And like, um, that I feel like could have been done in a more interesting way instead of these very direct kind of, you know, flashbacks. Like, I don't think we needed any of that stuff. And but on, on the positive end, I will say that the movie, like the thing is that I keep thinking about with the film when, when talking about it or having referenced it is I really do like Robin Wright. I think so, she same, yeah. is a filmmaker, not just a filmmaker, but like, I think we kind of took her for granted weirdly because like, I know she's, she's, she's been around since, you know, the eighties with, you know, princess bride specifically and, and, and through the nineties and, you know, like obviously had a tumultuous relationship with Sean Penn. And, and I think that kind of overshadowed her career as an actor. Um, but what ha- like since house of cards, like, I felt that she's come into this new phase in her career where not only we're reappraising the earlier work that she's done, but also being like, man, we, 
like why didn't we see her before like why didn't we like know that she was this good and stuff before like anytime she pops up in a movie whether it be you know wonder woman or blade runner 2049 she always delivers she's always really really good and like again like house of cards i mean is problematic she's so good on that show Kevin spacey though. is yeah she's the reason why to watch that show like i remember the first season watching it like they were focusing so much on spacey specifically and it being a netflix show and then you watch it and you're like no 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 this is Robin Wright's show. Like this is like she is a revelation on that show. And I feel bad that I never went back and watched that final season of House of Cards cuz that was right. about her. Like I yeah. just I weirdly like that whole controversy with Kevin Spacey just kind of pulled me right out of House of Cards and even though they were doing that final season with her, I just never Did you ever go back and watch it? No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. But I I saw the like I've also seen the original series yeah. and the original series the way that that cuz it the original series is like 3 TV movies which is like 90 minutes each with Sir Ian Richardson. Um and the way that that last sort of movie season ends I do kind of wish that could have played out in the series version because it would be so perfect for Robin Wright, like in terms of what it does. Um, but obviously, you know, given the circumstances, you have to kind of roll with the punches and adapt to the situation. And and they did. I mean, I just haven't I haven't watched that last season, but um, she yeah, she is so good and in, 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 um, under, weirdly underrated. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's obviously she has to carry the, this movie, even if I didn't love it. I mean, I still um, think that she does a good job directing herself. <laughs> and like, but that's hard, um, though. I mean, yeah, like, but, you're thinking about it, especially as a first-time director. I mean, yeah, you, you, you have people that you rely on and you trust and, you know, like a second unit director and, and crew that will be there to back you up. But when you're thinking about, like staging and directing other actors in the scene there's there's a lot to think of i mean i'm i'm always surprised when an actor directing themselves can pull it off um and and not just make it a vanity thing and and actually you know make the scene flow and work and what have you and, and for the most part i mean she's the performance is good like she is good yeah and you're not yeah. expecting any less from her um the the movie itself is just kind of mundane middle of the road kind of fair um i do think that it, it's closer when i again like it's less of like the edge or the gray and probably closer to something like, you know, the, the Canadian book crab or into the wild a little bit than, than anything else in comparison. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Um, I don't have much else to say. Um, thought it was okay. Um, uh, I'm going to give it a, it does. Yeah. Like the wilderness, like the Alberta looks really nice, even though it's not Alberta in the movie, but, um, uh, the cinematography when oh, it comes to uh, there is one other thing that we should mention that yeah. it does kind of again in a very subtle way but it doesn't really get into any depth it does mention um indigenous reservations and sort of yeah. you know, um again referencing land like whose land is this um but it doesn't go to those places it just kind of basically kind of like says like says oh, they're okay, around like, yeah. yeah they're around and Damien Bashir's character specifically um has been volunteering to help and, and uh, the communities. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a three out of five. I thought it was all right. Yeah. I'll give it a three as well. 
Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, please uh, check out our other Sundance reviews uh, right here on the Untitled Movie Reviews channel. Uh, we also have a couple other shows we would love for you guys to subscribe to if you haven't yet. We have the Untitled Movie Podcast and Untitled Movie Conversations. Please go subscribe to those feeds. Uh, if you'd be so kind, we would love if you would drop a review on those trilogy of podcasts on all three of them if you have a couple seconds. Um, thank you for that. Um, as well as follow us on all of those social medias at Untitled underscore score cast we post every time that there's a new review or a new show out um and as always my name is matt rarbeck you can find more of my work around the internet but mostly on untitledmoviepodcast.com and you can follow me on all of those social medias at matt rarbeck and i'm eric martin you can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinema scene and on the social medias at em6211 and until next time this land is your land this land is my land till uh robin writes film to alberta to bye everybody